0: Welcome to yet another sparkling edition of the Thought Police, the podcast everybody wants to listen to, uh, and most people can actually get. Um, yeah. It's available twice a week. It's free. Uh, you get it from Audio Boom, from iTunes, you get it from Acast. Tell all your friends about it. Um, we did a great video last week as well. It uh, yeah. was a sort of bonus on Talk Radio, which I is on YouTube. That. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. We'll do more of those, by the way, yeah. but I'm going to try and do different people every week. you so. can see my hairy arms. Well, some woman said that she was transfixed by them. Yeah. I don't know what that meant. I assume she liked them. I, I took it as positive. Yeah. yeah.
1: Although I must be honest, it's the first time I've been con- made conscious of, my of hairy having hairy arms. Because
0: they're not they're like gorilla esque, are they? They're not particularly hairy. No. They're more hairy than mine, but I mean, they're kind of. Um, yeah. I, you know, what I was found. Well, I've now become a bit sort of paranoid about them. Have that, you? Yeah. Well, don't wax them, whatever you do. Really? Don't no. I just do that. bought all the gear off Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cyber Monday. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Um, I was I, one of the things I noticed most about America when I first went to America is a lot of Americans have really hairy arms. Yes. Have you noticed that?
1: I have noticed that yeah. and hairy chests as well. Well, I
0: don't know I've not seen that many of their chests, but oh, I've seen sorry, their arms. Did that, that didn't sound good. <laughs> anyway, here we are. Right, uh, this is the big week for uh, lots of reasons. Um, it's going to be the last week before. Next week, when the election takes place, we're literally, you know, less than 10 days away. Yeah. Right. Thursday is going to be a week, a week away. Um, I'm not sure how we're going to keep ourselves focused on all of that. But we've also got Donald Trump visiting. Um, and we've also, of course, got the aftermath of that terrible uh, terrorist attack on Friday. Yeah. Which, although it was a terrorist attack and it's been called a terrorist attack and and is a terrorist attack, in a way, is not quite, for me, the random terrorist attack that happened two years ago in in Borough Market in London Bridge because Because it was a lone guy well not because it was a lone guy but more because it was a guy who was involved with this organisation which was trying to you know uh, help help offenders and rehabilitate people yeah um and he seems to have decided, for whatever reason, to attack them. But don't you think the sort of fake suicide vest and all of that business sort of puts it into the... It does. No, listen, category. I'm not saying it's yeah, not yeah. a terrorist I mean, you're attack. to diminish it. No, I'm not, I'm really not. You're trying to categorise it What I'm saying is, my, my kind of sense of a terrorist attack is that it's, it's very random. It's like right. if they don't care who they kill. Right. This guy appears to have wanted to kill yeah. the bloke who was running, you know, the learning um, yeah. organisation who was hosting the event. The guy, the young guy from Cambridge, you yeah. Know? Um, because why? I mean, why would you kill that guy? I mean, oh, he's he's God. the most kind of kind yeah. and and sort of least offensive oh, character totally. that you can think of. Totally. So where I think of a terrorist attack, I think of. Somebody sitting on a train, yeah. and some guy blowing yes. himself up, yes. and you just happen to be sitting there. So, so, so he's kind, of, kind targeted of targeted it in because my. Because he's
1: way. got the motive of going after this person. Yeah, yeah it is. there is. I mean, yeah.
0: I, I know that it makes no difference to the family, but it's been fascinating to watch. I have to say, I, you know, there are lots of ways that people react to things, and you know, his family are probably in terrible pain and grief and all of that. Yeah. But I don't think it's right for his father to be out there sort of having a go at the Daily Mail and Boris Johnson and all these people. Honestly, I stood up and cheered for him. Well, you would maybe do that, but that's maybe the difference between us. I just think it's kind of, it's also politicising his own son. Do you know what I mean? It's like he's complaining that people are politicising his son. Yeah. He's doing the same thing by saying, this is exactly what my son does not want you to do. Yeah. But he's, I mean, as the father of a guy who's just
1: been killed i think he's got the right you know i suppose so more right than than the editors of fleet street
0: newspapers maybe so but all they're doing is covering the story don't you think well yes i do
1: it is complicated but i do think that i honestly thought it was really good for me that somebody a member of the public who you know we're both seasoned journalists and i think sometimes i'm not saying you do but i think sometimes it's possible to forget that the commodity we deal in is people's lives. Oh yeah, and, there's no doubt about that. And the uh, you know, for a guy to say, "Well, I'm not just going to be a passenger in this news agenda. Yeah. I'm going to put my foot down and mm-hmm. say this is totally counter to what." And it's only one lad's opinion. You know, his yeah. is dead son's opinion. Yeah. So you know, that's all
0: the weight it carries. But it equally, it should carry some weight. Oh, I think it should. But I just think you can't argue about politicising the death of your son. Well, politicising. But
1: how do you stop that then? Without, Without well, sticking your head above the parapet? His-
0: I think he's doing it out of grief. I mean, you know, yeah. I think he's probably sure going to look is, back yeah. on it and say, maybe I shouldn't have said all those things. Because mm. he's actually already said, uh, my son would not want any of this to have, to have stopped yeah. the process of rehabilitating prisoners. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure that's true. Because if his son was alive and you said to him, would you rather die than have this system change. I don't think you'd say that.
1: No. I, well, of course. Do you know what I mean? I, I do know exactly what you
0: mean. And We're talking about Jack Merritt, obviously, and Saskia yeah. Jones. I mean, it's just He's awful. Poor. The whole He's thing whole, is awful. No, I, just, is, yeah. I just wish, and I said this on the radio the other day, I just wish that you know we didn't have to have a conversation about the Labour Party changing the law and the Tories then not changing it back. Yeah. You know, I'm not interested in any of that. I yeah. know for sure that nobody in this country has taken this seriously. I think and, and I think right. a lot of people, mostly on the right side of politics, have yeah. been complaining about Islamification of the country. They've been complaining about the sort of you know nutters that are free to walk around and the kinds of hate preaching that's been going on in certain mosques. Mm. And we've all just turned a blind eye to it, to what the complaints or the reality well, of to the what reality what happens, of yeah. what's happening, and trying to pretend that it's not happening. But it's very hard to know what is happening when you when well, you hear
1: extreme hard. voices like. Tommy Robinson and Katie...
0: But you hear fewer and fewer of those because they're not allowed to speak in many situations. And I'm no backer of Tommy Robinson or Katie Hopkins. I I, I detest both of them, right, for what they say because I detest the way that they twist the truth and I hate the way that they, you know, sort of ratchet people up into a state of complete frenzy and racism. But it's not only... Them, it's lots of people who are kind of clamped down upon and just branded racist. But it's really difficult because you it? say, "Look, there's something wrong yeah. with Islamic fundamentalism." Because oh, there well, is, no, I, don't, I think you'd find very little disagreement about
1: that. You know, and especially from right mind think, right thinking Muslims would
0: be the first to yeah, say. But you know. what we do know, though, is that there is an overcompensation going on. Yeah. from the establishment, what, I think in this country, I think so.
1: But how do you explain then? the necessity for this guy's dad to come out and say, stop, you know. Well, there is no necessity for it.
0: There isn't. Mm. I mean, he's got that point of view. Mm. Um, His family are very left wing. We know that. Mm. Um, He was very left wing. He was all about rehabilitation. You know, they were so taken in by this guy. And of course, I'm not going to have a go at somebody who's been killed. But he was so taken in that they thought, not only should they let him come to London unaccompanied, where he was on a train. That wasn't his choice though, was it? Yeah, well, they recommended that he was fine, basically. So he was allowed to come on a second visit to London. First one accompanied, second one unaccompanied. Imagine if he had the the knives on a train where nobody could escape. And there were no people. Well, and he's attacked innocent people, you know. Yeah, but the point is is that, you know, lots of things were made assumptions on the day. I was actually, fortunately, because it happened literally 100 yards from where I work, you know, but I'd left the building. Uh, some hours at, well about 45 minutes earlier and I wasn't there um, but the amount of disinformation that came out staggered me mm. you know people were reporting stuff on Twitter some people were saying things on the radio which weren't blatantly untrue yeah. that there was more than one person that there was an explosion in Borough Market that there was an incident on a bus that somebody was tasered yeah. some other guy was shot there was a fight I mean, the amount of disinformation in this so-called age of the citizen journalist yeah. was quite horrendous. But that's a na- to me, that is just a natural consequence of letting everybody have yeah. a bloody voice. Yeah, in. yeah. But the people who are supposed mm. to be responsible, yeah. i.e. those people who are broadcasters, mm. were, some, were running with some of this mm. stuff, you know? The
1: 24-hour news cycle. And, you know, as much as Sky News is brilliant, and, uh, and I, I, I genuinely mean it's brilliant, and the BBC 24 and talk radio, yeah. all of these things... They're all brilliant 99% of the time. But when something happens, the competitive streak to get the scoop yeah. often, I think, pulls people yeah. in, a, in a very dangerous direction, sure. which they come to regret later. You know? And I think the
0: police did magnificently well. We know that yeah. you know they got there really, really quickly. I mean, when I, I was driving down um, to Sussex, right, by the time it was probably about 3 o'clock. So we're now talking a good couple of hours, I think, or well, one hour after it happened. Yeah. And there was police cars racing up the A2. From places from like Bexley Heath yeah. into town, yeah. because they obviously thought it was a lot worse. Well, they must have a they must have there must be a procedure where they suddenly
1: say right, hit the red button, hit everything, and then everybody right. piles because in. Because I right. think what
0: happened was that they got the armed response people there pretty quickly. Yeah, they had the motor. The, they were brilliant. The special boat service people were there. Yeah, you know the guys in the black boats on the river. Yeah. They shut all that off. But, but what I then saw was these three black Range Rovers. that looked very menacing. Um, with blue lights on the front owner right. in the you know the radiator grill yeah. blacked out window yeah, yeah. and i'm thinking jesus christ i wonder what they think is going on yeah. because i'm thinking this must be a concerted and, and, and sort of batter clan style attack
1: yeah and thank god it wasn't yeah
0: you know um but i just i you know i think that, that there's it shows you how fucked up we are if mm. you pardon the expression that even this becomes a political football. Yeah.
1: Well, you know? I mean, because this is what, what the... they want, though,
0: isn't it, to a degree? They want no. us all to be talking about it and to be scared of mm. it. And at
1: the, at the end of the day, there's been more people stabbed to death 500 yards from where I'm sitting yeah. on Holloway Road yeah. this year than, than in any terror sure. attack stuck stuck it together. Yeah. Stick it together. So, I, you know, what's the takeaway from this? bad shit happens Mm. I think generally speaking somebody somewhere is clearly doing a really good job generally speaking and making sure that bad shit doesn't happen except that
0: we've now discovered there are 74 or possibly 72 because there's been two arrests now um, 72 of these characters who are out there wandering about and and who are convincing the people who are supposed to protect us that they're not going to kill us. But how, so,
1: the, all right, I'm going to sound like a real bleeding out lefty tosser Well, of course you are. How do you, at what point, do you lock them up and throw away the key? I think you what, do. Really? Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? So, you know, so, what, yeah, what, yeah, what is right. the point
0: of not doing that,
1: but they're British, by the way? Right, they're British citizens. If so? They have, you know, this guy... So, sounds like he's a bit of an idiot. I mean, you know, low IQ, and he's had. A, he's c- clearly of low. Lots of, that are was of the low reason IQ. he was he was let out was that it was deemed that his uh, his plan was much less sophisticated. I.e., was a load of bombs. Well, that was the, never the going decision to
0: was taken by my m- learned friend uh, Lord Justice Leveson. Funnily enough, was he? Yes, ah. in the Court of Appeal. I would not wish to cast any aspersions on Leveson, um, <laughs> but he was the guy who decided unilaterally that this guy was not as dangerous as the other guys yeah. and therefore should not have had an indeterminate sentence. That's right. And he changed it. Yeah. Now, it doesn't matter to me that it's the Labour Party that made that law possible yeah. or the Tories. It makes no odds to me. Yeah. But it was a bad idea.
1: But what about every rapist that is freed after serving 10 years and then goes on to rape again? Yeah, well, they shouldn't murder. be freed either. Yeah, but how do you pick them out?
0: Well, because you're supposed to have some kind of professional purpose in life. If yeah. you are somebody who is a psychiatrist yeah. who is giving... Um, an indication that this person is still a danger to society.
1: This guy had had all of that kind of evaluation. No,
0: he didn't. Really, no. This was a judgment made by Lord Leveson, who decided that he wasn't as dangerous as they said as he the was. Other ones, yeah. So they changed the way that he was held. Yeah. Now, again, you can argue that that's not his fault. That he was simply following the directions of the legal yeah, justice system yeah. and all of that. My point is, is that you know we have an ideology. And funnily enough, Dominic Lawson wrote an interesting piece today about how one of his cousins' um, uh, husband was murdered by right. a guy who was released early. Right. Not a terrorist, but, yep. you know, something had happened in their past family history. Yep. And he said the problem here, and I think he's right, is that there's ideologically opposition in this country mm. to hard justice. Yes, Nobody who's in the justice system wants it. If you talk to the Howard League for Penal Reform, if you talk to, you know, the Prison Reform Society... They're all like you. They're all liberal lefties, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they all believe in rehabilitation, and they yeah. all think, "Oh, we've got to give them a second chance." Yeah. Well, ha- maybe it's time to fucking draw a line over that well, what and about, say, "Well, maybe it isn't time to give them another chance." What
1: about the guy who was the ex-murder or the murderer? Yeah. who was out on
0: release and. and and pin well, this guy down. yeah, he's being made out to be some kind of hero, right? Well, I mean, that was heroic. It he was, meant, yeah. yeah. But you asked the family of the people he killed. Yeah, no, for and sure. And they're not very happy but about the fact what? that he's walking around. 100%. And he happened to be there. The idea that at one point this was all painted as, this is a very bizarre and interesting yeah, kind of, he you know, was there portrait. Of the yeah. yeah, he was inside the building yeah, where yeah. the event was going on. Yeah. Right? As and, was the guy with the narwhal tusk. Yeah, the Polish uh, dishwasher. Brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, and I've seen the videos, as yeah. many people have. Yeah. And, you know, thank God they did stop the guy before he killed more people. But yeah. the bottom line is, is that the reason this guy was there is because of the liberal um, and uh, what can only be described as, as very wet yeah. process of justice in this but country. What about,
1: so it's easy to argue that when you've got a guy, a terrorist, who's just killed people on the bridge. A terrorist who was like let that. out of but, prison but because, yes, because the people yeah. are supposed to
0: tell you whether All he's right. dangerous
1: or not, said he wasn't. Got it wrong. But so, but that you'll accept that that on the spectrum of this argument, that is right at the far end. That's an easy case to say. But what about the people who have gone into prison for a long time, are reformed, could make a contribution to yeah, society? I don't, Do well, I, I, mean, so I don't know any. Should you? Well, I mean, I don't know any. But the prison system is geared up to rehabilitation, isn't it? That's me- It's not meant to be a punishment, right? Of course
0: it is. But the primary role of it is, can you rehabilitate these people? Well, I don't think it that's is. the
1: measure of a society. Well, Otherwise well, you'd
0: lock everyone yeah, in. but Yeah, well, no, we talk about the, the, the measure of society. That's why we're civilised, you know. Yeah. Are we, really? <laughs> I don't think we are civilised, you know. Because we have people in the society now who have outgrown. It's a bit like, you know an analogue and a digital argument, right? Terrorism now exists on the streets of this country for many reasons. Lots of the people who want to kill us were born here. They are British citizens. They cannot be deported, no matter how many right-wingers... what do you do with them? Well, if they are terrorists, you lock them up. Well, how do you know? I think you...
1: Well, I mean, they get
0: found guilty for a start.
1: Yeah, but isn't this the problem? This is just an extension of the argument around stop and search with young black men, right? Is if you take the argument that there is a factual disproportion of knife crime amongst young black men. Yes. Therefore... Which there is. Which there is. Therefore, you should just freely search every black man you come across for no. a knife, which is which is the, which is is what's behind the stop-and-search argument. Then, of course... Well, it's not the, actually. The, what's behind well, it well, is that you... Well, let me finish it, let me finish. Then the vast majority of people in those communities very quickly start to feel really disaffected and pissed off and alienated. They already feel like that. No, but we... Well, I don't know if that's true anymore. But if we, if if our job is not to have ghettos of people who feel like the rest of the nation doesn't want them there, we've got to try and work out how do we how do we treat people fairly so that innocent people, of which the vast majority of them are totally innocent and good people don't feel like our
0: society is, is set against them. Well, let's, Benjamin Butterworth is a great guy. He writes for the iNewspaper. He's yeah. a guest on uh, Talk Radio quite a bit. Uh, he's a big promoter of the LGBT um, community, big promoter of the trans community. He's very far from a right-winger. Yeah. He put out a tweet yesterday in which he said because talking about how this guy from Stoke had been bullied and that's what sort of sent him a bit mad and t- sent him off into terrorism and all that. Yeah. And he said, I was bullied when I was at school. Yeah, yeah. Somebody threw a brick at me once. Yeah. I didn't fucking go and join ISIS. No. You know, there's something oh, right. a lot more wrong. It's not, a, you know, you can't use the "I'm disaffected" argument. No. That's why I've been knifing people to death, no, and, you know, that's massive, people, that and that's why I mug people, and that's why I knock old women over the head
1: and stab them. This is why you are paid the fortune to do radio. You can take a perfectly reasonable <laughs> sentence that I've just said, and within two no. minutes turn me into a lunatic. No, I that's done not not what I was saying. What I was saying was, we have you, your absolutism in saying, right, throw more throw away the key, mm. the terrorist throw where does it stop? You know, where's the evidence that someone's a terrorist? Do you hang around with somebody who's cleared well, to be a terrorist? I think do if you, do you, do you are away?
0: convicted of a terrorist offence in yeah. this country, Fine. I think we can have enough uh, faith in the justice system, that that makes you a terrorist, right? Now, what my argument is, is that you take them out of the criminal justice system and you put them in their own system, mm. almost like a Guantanamo Bay type system. You style. now
1: want a Guantanamo yes. Bay? Where? I think, the Isle of Wight?
0: Well, where, you can put where, it anywhere you like. There's a couple of islands in the 1st or 4th you could use right. uh, which have got military prisons what in the 2nd World War. Straight Why not? Guantanamo yeah, Bay. why not? Because what you, you cannot make an argument that tells I, me that these people should be re-released back into the community because it's a community that they wish to do harm to. Cold. Now yeah. if you had some next door neighbor, right, yeah. who came round to your house and put petrol under your door, yeah. right? And he was locked up. Yeah. But he uh, was then decided it was that he was all right again yeah. and he comes back out to live next door to you. What are you going to yeah. do? Well, I would
1: make sure that he didn't have any petrol calories how are you going to do there. that
0: though Yeah, the point is, no, well, actually, is that you don't you want want to live you next door to a guy yeah. who's
1: already certified to your house of course but you can't I mean that's one that's an absurd scenario two is it yes of course it is as if he'd been moving back into the house, he couldn't afford to live in
0: this street well anyway, <laughs> that may well be <laughs> but the council would give him a house Second,
1: then? but the serious point is that if the guy is rehabilitated I mean okay I'll tell you what let's talk about uh not that it's nice but let's talk about paedophiles right yeah do we throw them away and lock away the key completely because i can see the argument for that being because it is well, a mental people, condition there are lots of
0: people who think yeah. that that's what should happen because and, there are yeah. lots of people and i think i've told this story yeah. before i interviewed a paedophile yeah on the radio in, in edinburgh yeah right because we'd somehow fallen upon this guy who was one of these vigilantes yeah um who uh, we got into the papers actually because yeah. he approached us and he used to go around with night vision goggles following paedophiles around. I mean, it was a very weird story. But as a result of that, we got this guy ringing up who claimed to be a paedophile. And he said, I want to come in and tell my story because um," he said, I need help. He said, I don't know what to do. And he said, every time uh, they released me back into the community, all I want to do is uh, harm children. This is where I agree yeah. with you. But he says, I keep telling people that. Well, this is nuts. And, you know, they keep t- t- telling me to turn yeah. up to these classes. It doesn't make any difference. He said, when I leave, we had a studio in a place called South yeah. Gyle, yeah. which was on the outskirts of Edinburgh near the airport. South Gile Shopping Centre. He said, when I leave this studio, I'm going to go to the shopping centre and I'm going to look at children. For fuck's sake. Right? This isn't good. And he said, nobody's... What to him? Well, he wasn't arrested because the police view was... Well, he can't until he he commits a crime. crime He's perfectly free to sit in a shopping centre and watch parents with their kids. Right. So, okay. So,
1: there's something you and I Mm. are completely as one at. That guy, until he's cured
0: and demonstrably cured. I don't think they can be cured.
1: Right. Well, then that guy should never come into contact with kids again. And if the only way they should never be let out, if the only way of making that short shorter happen is to keep him in prison, keep him in prison.
0: But then there are. So do we not have to take the terrorism thing the same way? Well, I, I wouldn't object, right? And you might think that this is a crazy idea. Mm. But I would not object to having communities, albeit behind fences and like an army sort of style barracks, yeah. where these people live.
1: Talking, well, like, I'm not
0: joking. Huh. Why, you, why are you laughing? Well, When you say communities, who's, who are you including? Well, I'm talking about places where terrorists go. <laughs> because you can't, if you say you, I don't want them in the general prison population, because I don't want them yeah. fucking radicalising other people, right? Right. So I want them on their own, right. isolated, right. in a very distant part of Britain, like Devil's Island, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. Counting every seventh wave to see whether <laughs> yeah. they can jump over yeah. with uh, Dustin Hoffman and Steve. Bags Pope. of coconuts. Papillon, what a great Papillon. film! Papillon, amazing. Henri um, Charrière. Yeah, but here's the thing: bullshit. Because, by the way, ninety percent, ninety percent of that book is was it? absolute bullshit. I read the book yeah. before I saw the, the film. Actually. Amazing! I read the book when I was about fourteen it's years a old. Great book, I loved I, it. I
1: hate to tell you, ninety percent. I never got bullshit. over
0: the things that they shoved up their oh, arse. Yeah, I never yeah. got over that. I was quite young. When well, I read the that.
1: fact that I never got over was that when they stuck <laughs> two of them, they called them chargers, didn't they? That's it. yeah. They stuck two of them up their arses. Yeah. Then the one that they stuck up first would always come out second.
0: When they took mm-hmm. it out. So oh, yeah. it sort of like, yeah. Yeah. Slipped past each, past each other. Anyway. No, wait a minute. Yeah. The one that they stuck up first. Yes. Came out, came, came out. out. Well, it would come out second. You mean no, I mean first. it came out first. Oh, yeah. I see, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So see, yeah. we've
0: already strayed into an area we shouldn't have done. No. Nah. Because now you've brought it all back to me. But <laughs> no, I just think that you, there is no cogent argument, right, for crossing your fingers, crossing all your legs yeah. and saying, oh, don't worry. It's a very, very small chance that this is going to happen. There's yeah. more people stabbed on a Saturday night in Pimlico or whatever, yeah. right? That's not the point. You know, we are knowingly, and with this guy in particular from Friday, we are knowingly letting dangerous people back onto the street yeah. and encouraging them um, to get into normal uh, parts of uh, society, yeah. thinking they're fine when they're actually not. Yeah. And that's... I'm sorry, there's no excuse. Well, look, if I, my I, ch- I, one of my children yeah. had been stabbed to of death, course, mate. you know, I would not be sitting here going... Yeah. Oh, well, you know, they yeah. would have wanted it that way. Well, well, They fucking wouldn't have wanted it that way. Neither well, would I.
1: Well, uh, the only evidence we've got of the guy mm-hmm.
0: whose uh, child was stabbed to death is, is saying exactly that. No, I know so, that. So but I think that that's part of the problem. And without wishing yeah. to upset him or to be People who him, don't think your way are part of the problem, aren't they? Well, they're part of this particular problem, because well, his son would be alive yeah. if he thought a different way. But I, well, and I if his understand. son thought a different way... We already lock up more people
1: than anybody else in Europe, right? What? Where does it end? Because you can't afford to lock up huge swathes of society. You just, you just well, you can't. unless you, you take a, a state. Well, but... unless,
0: well, unless you take a different tack, right? Yeah. Unless you take it, you know, like I said, you bring you know, back hanging. Um, I would not be in favour of the death penalty. I don't think it works right. because I think it's, I think it's, it's ridiculous. I well, think it's barbaric. But what if I don't a guy think... said, "I'd rather be"? Frankly, if I'm going to be in this prison for the rest of my life, yeah.
1: having plotted to bomb yeah. a shopping mall in Stoke, yeah. right. Frankly, I'd rather die. Right. If vol- right, well, to... all right.
0: well, if he wants to commit suicide, yeah. then by all means you can maybe give him something that he can take. But right. I don't think the state should be actively executing people. Right. I don't think that's in any way civilised.
1: I don't understand why... I mean, if I was arguing from your position, I'd be all in favour of the death yeah. penalty.
0: Well, that's why you're not as nuanced as I am, mm-hmm. you see, because I can <laughs> always confuse not, the hell out of I'm people. I'm not entirely sure about yeah, that. Yeah, well, you <laughs> can say whatever you want. The bottom line for me is, is that you know, it's very... Obvious that in yeah. America the death penalty doesn't really work, no. because they spend a lot more time on death row. Many, yeah. in many cases. What about
1: the three strikes and you're out thing? I quite like the three strikes you? and you're out. I don't mind that. But what about so you're getting kids getting locked up for life for stealing yeah. a pizza? Well, don't steal it. You know, simple. Yeah,
0: yeah. but don't you, you think know, it
1: sounds like a bit of a overreaction?
0: No, because you if you're so stupid that you don't understand the situation mm. i.e. if you get found guilty of something and convicted yeah. of a criminal offence three times yeah that you will go to prison for well, life so th- i think then just, you're probably not worth being left the opportunity to wander around i think you have
1: inadvertently stumbled on the absolute point of our disagreement of uh-huh. our philosophical disagreement oh, yeah. when you said if you're so stupid yeah dot 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 right and so i think that if you are stupid and you and there are other social reasons around why, you know, nobody goes out and steals a pizza just for the hell of it. Or if you do, you deserve what's coming to you. Well, some people it. do. Yes. Yeah, so, so if you do, you deserve what's coming yeah. to you. But there are people who do fall into the wrong gangs, they they are influenced at school, mm-hmm. they are come from deep poverty, they haven't got enough money to buy their own lunch, they are driven by the fact that all of their mates are wearing supreme gear and they haven't got it. And there are... Things that would have tempted you as a kid that that temp- would tempt anybody. Now, do you start? Where do you
0: draw the bloody line? Is well, what I'm uh, saying. Well, you draw the line at the law. Surely the point is, yeah. is that nobody should get special treatment. You shouldn't get special treatment if you're rich, yeah. and you shouldn't get special treatment if you're poor. You know, you can have um, you know mitigated circumstances. Have you circumstances. ever missed
1: anything in your life? Of course.
0: Right. Loads time, of things. Load I used things. to steal loads of stuff when I was a kid.
1: So you should be in If you were in California, no, you'd be in No, I wouldn't be, because I've never been convicted of anything. No, The only difference between you and them is that you didn't get killed Yeah. So there's no moral difference at all. You bad oh, at I'm time. sorry, you're going
0: know, to lock people up because they've got bad morals now. So you're, no, you're, you're, you're going to lock locking, me up because I had an affair yeah, with you're, somebody. You're locking people up just because they were unlucky. No. They were stupid and they were convicted. I don't care why they're... So stupid, so intelligent
1: criminality where people get away from it is passive. Look, the law is the law.
0: You have to make a law. And you have to make a law that works. Yeah, saying, and you have to remember, you have the law. There, you've broken oh, the law multiple times. Is, I'm not exactly Jack, Jack the in. fucking Ripper. I'm talking about stealing. <laughs> I'm talking about stealing Mars bars. Well, I'm glad they have got that this stuff. You know, I haven't murdered anyone. <laughs> that wouldn't been know, a great moment to Look, when I killed those four people, right? yeah, <laughs> I covered my tracks. No, look, here's the thing. If you know that you have to create a law, a framework yeah. of the law which is workable and which is um, um, judicious and which is, uh, provides justice for people, yeah. you know, of course there are going to be times when you sometimes get it wrong, yeah. which is one of the reasons why I don't want a death penalty because you can execute people sometimes back, yeah. who are innocent. right? But equally, you also have to remember it's not just about the justice for the people who have committed the crimes, it's for the victims. Yeah. And if you're trying to protect society, from a bunch of terrorists, Uh, right now there are 74 of them wandering around, you know, surely the first duty, uh, call of duty for anyone, uh, is to make sure that the people are safe. That means you have to take these people out of play. You can't just take, hope for the best, uh, that nobody's going to get on the the Piccadilly line when I'm on my way home, and blow the hell out of it.
1: I do not disagree with with any of that on the 74, and I think there should clearly be a review of of every single one of them, and... Better safe than sorry, you know. If these people feel that the net is closing and some decide, right, here's my moment, I'm going to go for it, yeah, you wouldn't be
0: shocked, would you? If that, no, so I mean, not at all.
1: So, you've got to kind of
0: clamp down, and like I say, they've now they've already arrested two other people since the weekend, right? Yeah, one of whom was part of this guy in Stokes' original posse. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure who the second guy is, but you know, there's clearly mistakes being made. Yeah, and you know, again, I'm not going to get into whose fault it is and whether funds have been withdrawn, I think it's down to a fundamental misunderstanding of the criminal mind. Mm. You know, as as Dominic Lawson said, in the case of the, the guy that killed his cousin's um, husband, this is a bloke who had been convinced um, that he was no longer a criminal by taking an anger management course. Yeah. And the parole board said, oh, he's fine now. Yeah. And he'd been done for attempted murder the first time. This yeah. time he was done for murder. Yeah. And I think you have to take a view that many people... And it's not because they're stupid, yeah. but it's because there's something wrong with them, um, for various reasons. Um, that they have to be locked up and they have to not be let out.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, and I think you can draw the line if you if you really want to do it and you really want to make it uh, a priority for the community, yeah. not for the not for the perps, yeah. but for the people who suffer. Then you can do it. But I just I just really worry about how um, how.
1: A lot of people who are on the margins of what you're talking mm. about, who who may display some criminality on a smaller scale, who may make a bigger mistake even, but essentially are people who could come in and make a contribution. Why you would take a draconian approach to them, when for, for actually for well, most people... Well, surely it depends what
0: they've done, doesn't but it? doesn't
1: for most people, right, for the vast majority... The system does work, doesn't it? It's not like this yeah. happens all the time. Oh,
0: for sure. It's a bit like the argument I used to make about social media and about football hooliganism and all yeah. of that. You know, if everyone behaves reasonably, yeah. then you haven't got a problem. Yeah. But unfortunately, everybody doesn't behave yeah. reasonably. And you end up with very violent people who will yeah. do horrible things to you and your loved ones. Um, and you have to try and protect people from them. Yeah. And if that means locking them up mm. and not giving them a second chance because they've already done something horrible mm. then that's their lookout. out okay. you know I've never in my life felt like hitting anybody over the head with a hammer and stealing their bag right yeah. now in my view anyone that does that yeah. has got something wrong with them yeah I now, agree many people would argue, well, they've just had a bad life and you know Yeah. But you're hitting a granny over the head yeah, well, you're raping somebody. I'll
1: tell you what I've got a problem with is mm. when the fella hits somebody over the head with a hammer yeah. and he gets sentenced to you know, she doesn't die, yeah. He's good luck. Right. And they get sentenced to four or five years. Yeah, of that, which his time you know, served they go yeah, in for a year, they're out again. You know, I think that with intent to to kill like that or the possibility mm. to kill, you get some smart ass lawyer who yeah does a deal with the CPS and suddenly
0: you're getting done for right. aggravated harm. Well, right. you look at those moped gangs, which yeah. were prevalent yeah. for a yeah. long time, yeah. early part of this year, or last year maybe. Um, you know, they clearly didn't give a shit about being yeah. caught no. because they knew that nothing was going to happen well, to them. That. Well, that's right. So I think, I think somewhere we've lost
1: a sense of, of prison being a meaningful deterrent. Yeah. But the, the terrorists are a case apart, aren't they? Because they don't yeah. give a shit about no, that. and They're that's like, why you know
0: that's why I think you have to remove them from yeah. the general criminal justice system yeah. and put them somewhere else and say, okay, you're not you're winning me around. You're I'm not, not like, see. This is what I'm good yeah, at because yeah. in the end, you have to take. You're not, because case this, is, by this case. is
1: episode 43, and it's the first time I can remember it happening. Really? I, yeah. I,
0: well, it's happened before, you've just forgotten, because you don't <laughs> want to remember. You don't want to go down that road. But no, I yeah. just think that, you know, we are facing something which we've never faced yeah. really in this way before, Yeah. you know? I mean, I've always been uh, living in, not in fear, because you don't live in fear, but you know, when Bataclan happened, for example, I remember thinking to myself, as I was going on the tube the next day, what if I walk around this corner and there's a guy with a machine gun? Yeah. You know, shooting people. Yeah. What would I do? You know, would I sort of throw myself at him? Would I try and run away? What would I well, do? Have you seen The Irishman on Netflix yet? I haven't yet, no. Oh, it's brilliant. But I should tell you that on Friday, yeah. I, I had one of those moments, you know, we've talked about meeting people. Yeah. Miami Steve Van Zandt. Ah, was in the studio. Really? And fantastic. I got to have my picture taken. Amazing.
1: I, I would um, have done the same.
0: And he's in it. Yeah. He's in the Irishman, no, right? no, no, yeah. Forget about his role yeah. in the Sopranos. Yeah, Forget yeah, the yeah. fact that he's in the E Street Band. Yeah. I mean, what an amazing he character. Fantastic. And guess what? Go on. He's a Remainer. Of course he is. <laughs> he's a smart man. He was being interviewed by Julie Hartley Brewer. I'm like, I'm surprised you haven't thrown this man out of your studio. There's
1: a great line in, in the Irishman where they're discussing... Um, what you should do, and they say, um, I think it's Joe Pesci says, yeah. you know, if it's. He looks really old in it, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's, I think he's been made to look even oh, older okay. than he does. He, by the way, is absolutely brilliant in the film. De Niro's fantastic, yeah. Pacino's great, but Pesci is. Amazing! I think it's the
0: best work he's ever really? done. Really? Anyway, the film is—is you know, is it not really long as well?
1: Yeah, it's three, but it never drags. Right? Have you seen Casino? Do you remember Casino, yes, which I love goes casino. on and on and oh, on? Oh, I love Casino. But yeah. I mean, you wouldn't cut a minute from it. No, I mean, you wouldn't cut a minute from this. Okay. But anyway, he says when someone's got a knife, you run. When someone's got a gun, yeah. you charge them. Yeah, and that's because you know clearly you can right. outrun a knife. Yeah, but you can't outrun a gun. Yeah. But, I mean, still, for those guys to to dive in as they did, I just thought it was monumental. Because who knows what you would do?
0: Oh, I know. Who knows? I mean, but but my point, I suppose, is that when, you know, I can't imagine what you would feel like as well on the streets of Paris that very night... where people are just walking around the street seemingly in charge, like it like with Charlie Hebdo. Yeah. Just shooting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't walk down the street. Yeah, with, with you can't say machine guns. You know, you can't then take the criminal yeah. justice system as we have it, which has pretty yeah. much been the same for a hundred years, and say these people can operate within that framework.
1: I just don't think you can do well, it. Well, I'll tell you what um, what worried me even more than the London Bridge attack, or sort of brought home to me the potential threat was did you hear this massive sonic boom the other night? No, I wasn't here. No, I was I saw
0: the story, yeah. So at four o'clock. I saw that Kevin saw, uh, O'Sullivan's household was awoken by it. Was it? Well, yes. my wife was
1: awoken by it and couldn't believe that I'd slept through it. Right. But, but anyway, you slept through it? I did. It. Yeah. Brilliant. And, um, but they were, of course, two fighter jets sent off to intercept a unresponsive passenger plane. And it occurred to me, you know, what you know, well, that would be the real mm. thing if you were uh, an ISIS mastermind yeah fly a jet right into yeah. the middle of London yeah and that you know I presume those people are plotting like that I
0: presume yeah. we've got people who are and stopping you know them, you so can't really use the probation system and you know a collection of left-wing barristers mm. to control all that did you see the guy the barrister you know like you know have a great deal of respect for some lawyers but for an awful lot of them like your mate Jolian Moore on <laughs> uh, who tried to get me to apologise to him the other day? Right, um, uh, he now wants to sue uh, on behalf of uh, the BBC, the Prime Minister, for not you know going on Andrew Neil show. I mean, really, he knew he needs to get some help. But you know, I don't. You know, the guy who got this guy off, the guy who launched the appeal successfully yeah. for him, yeah. was boasting about it on his website. Yeah, because you know he's a he's a you know a supporter of international Is human that still rights. That? I believe it is, Bloody, huh? you know, I mean, it's just part of a long running, screed. Well, did it? No, no, a long running screed of, you know, things that he has achieved yeah. in his time as a barrister, yeah. including getting this bloke, um, Khan, um, appealed so yeah. that he was allowed to be released. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. you know, this is the problem. And so as long as we've got these kind of champions of human rights defending these guys who want to destroy everything that they stand for, you know, we're fucked. In my view. Yeah. I am And we still, have to do something else.
1: I am still I do listen, I appreciate and agree with the sentiment entirely. I, it's just the answer. I don't see the solution being as clear as you do. Mm. And the idea of having a Guantanamo Bay and the
0: Firth of Four. I don't mind making it like a holiday camp. It can be like oh, a sort of oh, more oh, butt oh, than oh, Guantanamo what Bay I'm not saying yeah. I'm Red not coat. saying yeah, make them watch, you know, semi-naked women or something just to upset yeah. them. I don't know. Yeah. You know, give them, you know, let's let's make it into a sort of a fun experience for them. Yeah. and Maybe they'll realise that actually there's more to life than being a fucking Islamic fundamentalist yeah. who wants to meet a load of virgins when in death. <laughs> you know, why don't you cheer them up and say, why don't you meet some now and see how you like it? And Then you might not want to die. You yeah. know, I mean, maybe seriously, I mean, yeah. why don't we try and... I mean, yeah. this, the whole you know de-radicalisation program is nonsense. <laughs> what are you going to do? Show them a book of uh, you know Jean Paul Sartre and say, "Have a read of this." existential yeah. philosophy? Yeah. No, you get them laid, maybe, and then maybe that would help. I don't know. Should we um, stop that.
1: I can't see the justice secretary coming out with this stuff. But anyway,
0: maybe they should. Maybe they need to sort of take a second look at it. I think we need to stop. Before we do need we go to stop before we go too far. Which we've was maybe, about, we've which already got 10, ten minutes ago. This is the thought police. You no, know, you can't use the I'm disaffected argument. No. That's why I've been knifing people to death. <laughs> no, and, that's no, that's people, that and that's why I mug people. And that's why I knock old women this over the head and stab them. This is
1: why you are paid the fortune to do radium. You can take a perfectly reasonable <laughs> sentence that I've just said and within two no. minutes turn me into a lunatic. No, I have That's done not that. what I was saying. What I was saying was. We have your, your absolutism in saying, right, throw it more, <laughs> throw away the key, the terrorist Where does it stop? You know, where's the evidence that someone's a terrorist? Do you hang around with somebody who's well, out to be a terrorist? I think you if you away? are
0: convicted of a terrorist offence in yeah, this country, fine. I think we can have enough... Uh, faith in the justice system that that makes you a terrorist right now what my argument is is that you take them out of the criminal justice system and you put them in their own system mm. almost like a guantanamo bay type you style. now
1: want the guantanamo yes bay. where I think, the isle
0: of white well where, you can put yeah. it anywhere you like there's a couple of islands in the first or fourth you could use uh, which have got military prisons what in them Alcatraz, World why not guantanamo yeah bay. why not because what you you cannot make an argument that tells me that these people should be re-released back into the community 90% of that book was it? absolute bullshit. I read the book
1: yeah. before I saw the, the film actually. Amazing. I read the
0: book when I was about 14 it's years old. It's a great old, book. But I, I loved it. I, I hate to tell you, 90% of that book. I never got over the things that they shoved up their arse. Oh, yeah, I never yeah. got over them. And, and, I was quite young, when Well, I read the that.
1: fact that I never got, got over it. Them was that when they stuck two of them, they got them charges, didn't That's they? That's it. Yeah. They stuck two of them up their asses. Yeah. Then the one that they stuck up first would always come out second when they took it out. Yeah.
0: You've broken the law multiple this times. An, I'm not exactly Jack the fucking Ripper. I'm talking about stealing, I'm talking about stealing Mars bars. Well, I'm glad they've got that stuff. You know, I haven't murdered anyone.